This podcast replay is brought to you by Sports Grill. With over 35 years of making it special grilled, they're celebrating the start of football season with 15% off all bone-in wings. Visit any of their seven locations all over South Florida. All right, all right. There he is, the man, the myth, the legend that is Andy Barons, and he adjusted with us because we had to do an afternoon show today here at Hialeah Park since we take off to the Combine tomorrow. How you doing, my man? You doing all right? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Um, uh, traveling over the weekend. I was in. I was in Boston. I was. That was kind of exciting. My daughter had a track meet. That was fun. So I'm. But I'm back. I'm, nice. I'm, I'm in place here. I'm good to go. How'd she do? Great. She did great. Um, she's a distance runner. Broke okay. broke 17 minutes in the 5K for the first time, which wow. is crazy and unrelatable to me. Um, so uh, really, really impressed with her right at this moment. Just a I'm little impressed with her. She's generally, just a little bit. Really imp- she's just a little bit ahead of me because I can probably do 17 hours in the 5K. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's just a it's just a stupid thing to watch, and it's a stupid thing to contemplate, and I could never. Um, so. Yeah. No. It's uh long distance runners. You got to give them uh, major props. All right. Can you help me out here? So Byron Jones. Okay. So he says he can't run and jump, but then then when they ask him, "So are you retiring?" Uh, no, I'm not retiring. And then he wants to warn everybody about the pills and everything else that went on in the NFL. It's 2023. Did Byron Jones not know what he was getting himself into? Like, like, dude, you're not enlightening anybody. We kind of know that if you play football, you're not coming out of it healthy, dude. Like, what did you think was going to happen when you were taking these pills or anything? I, I just love how, and I get what he's doing. He's trying to justify why he's been out all year. He waited till March to have his surgery instead of having it right after the season ended last year. So then that dragged on, and then he never got onto the field. And so now he's talking about how he can't run and he can't jump, but I'm not retiring. And it's like, so wait a minute, dude. So what are you doing? And, and, and then he wants to <laughs> warn us about the dangers of football. Like, dude, what is this, like 1980? Like, we already all know the dangers of football, dude. We know they give you drugs to mask the injuries. We know that yeah. you shoot yourself up. We know that you play hurt. We know that you won't come out of the game normal. That's not breaking any news, dude. Like a coal miner knows that his lungs aren't going to be the same when he's done doing that for decades. You know, a teacher knows she's probably not going to be very sane after teaching for 20 or 30 years and dealing with all these punks. You know what I mean? Give me a break, dude. It's just like, it's almost like a PR move to get some sympathy almost from what I see more than anything else. But your thoughts on yeah, that crazy. Yeah, it's not it's not particularly revelatory, right? Um, I, I am, I am sympathetic to anyone who, when they were, you know, like I get it when all of us, no no matter, most of us are not athletes at the level that uh, Byron Jones or, or anyone comparable, certainly, but like, like when you're 20, 21, it is super easy to say, well, that'll never be me. Right. Like I'm, I'm, you're invincible. uh, yeah, you're absolutely indestructible, and the NFL will obviously teach you very quickly that no, no, you're plenty destructible, because um, that's because that's what we do here, right? We we slam into each other at, at high speeds, and we are so you end up like large. the guy, in, you end up like the guy in Goldeneye. I am invincible, <laughs> and then the stuff it's falls all- on you, and you become stone. Yes, exactly. It's also like it shouldn't at this point um, after you know. 
how have we not learned this lesson? Well, I'm sure we have. Most most people know. That, well, no, like, By- Byron didn't know. He didn't, he had no doctors. Idea. Yeah, doctors affiliated with teams are obviously on different timelines than than you know. It's not you're not necessarily the primary care physician for the the individual, right? And and perhaps in the in the moment you are not at halftime of a game where you know your your employer, the Miami Dolphins or whichever NFL team is is like, hey, we we need this guy. Um, you know, you're, you're not thinking about the long time horizon for the, for the individual player. It is, it has always been that way. Um, it, it's getting better incrementally maybe, but, um, teams are certainly going to resist it. Coaches are certainly going to resist it because they weren't brought up in it. Um, you know, obviously painkiller, like talk to anybody who's ever played in the NFL painkillers are simply a fact of life. It's the same. And, you know, it's the same at, at, at every other like money making level of the sport. Um, it's not new. It's not, just it's not just a like alcohol. Alcohol is nothing new to teachers all over the world. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's uh, man. I, I I was actually uh, I was just reading uh, a, an article on Byron Jones, by the way, that called him the world long jump record holder, which. Like I, I hate reading as, as a fan of track and field. Let me just tell you, I hate reading stuff like that because Byron Jones is not the world record holder in the long jump. He like, he has like an unofficial record in the combine broad jump, which has not been a track event in like a hundred years. Anyway, he was tremendously athletic, but it should not be a big revelation to anybody that, uh, uh, if there's one thing that will wreck your athleticism in a hurry, it is NFL football. Of course it is. Yeah, I just I just find it funny that you know the way he's phrasing all of this, trying to break news to us. Like, yeah, dude, we we know all football players are screwed up when they're done playing. Yeah. That's kind of, that's part of the game. And if you didn't know that you were going to be all screwed up, then uh, you know I got some issues with you. Uh, by the way, I I want to congratulate your Bears. So they've now decided not to trade Justin Fields. Oh, okay, great. Yes, that's fantastic. I mean. Where was that even a thought? Like, how would you give up? Look, if you want to give up on Zach Milf Wilson, I got no problem with that. I understand the kid's been immature. He hasn't handled anything the right way for two years, and he can't even play. Okay, so you want to give up on him? You know, still kind of early, but I get that one. I understand. Justin Fields has been a rock for you, bro. He's a young man. I I don't think the Bears just came to this decision, by the way. I think we're we're seeing some reporting on Why would it even be brought up? Why would it even be thought of at this point? You've got to give this kid a chance to grow. He's got all the ability in the world, and he's really a good kid. So he's not like Kyler Murray that he's not going to study and not going to work hard. He's actually the polar opposite of that. So he has the work ethic. He has the incredible talent. Okay, you and I, we've talked about this. Do I worry about his accuracy? Of course I do. But look at Jalen Hurts. It can be worked on. It can be perfected a little bit more. And so you got to give him time. The fact that this was even a conversation – in fact, I got to tell you something. If I owned the Bears and I was in the front office and somebody said, hey, well, maybe we should think about tr- you know, trading Justin Fields, I would have punched the guy out right there and then. Just right there. <laughs> and then tell him, you're fired. Get the hell out of this building right now. I mean, seriously, how could that even be a discussion? 
Yeah, number number one, he has athletic traits that can't be taught, right? And and probably can't be found in this particular draft. Maybe the Florida kid, right? But um, but th- but there's just not a lot of places where you can find the level of athleticism that that Justin Fields has. He, uh, you've also invested multiple years in him now, um, so you can't just like shake the etch a sketch every two years and say, nope, starting over because we found another like shiny toy, right? You can't do that. For a, t- um, for a that, team that, that can't find quarterbacks for decades. Yeah. And you can you can also easily imagine, um, you know, I don't know that premier receivers right now are going to be lining up to play with Justin Fields, but you can certainly imagine Justin Fields as the centerpiece of the team that that dudes want to play for too, right? Um, yeah. that, that, is, that is pretty easy to see. He's um, by absolutely all accounts, um, incredibly hard worker. Uh, you know, like say whatever you like about the sack rate was terrible. Um, well, that's that's you know, part of young and running quarterbacks. They got to right, know. Right. They got to know. As Kenny Rogers would say, you got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold yeah. them. And running quarterbacks, that is a trick with them because they're so athletic. They always think they can make something happen, and a lot of times they end up running into sacks. And, that happens all the time, time with these. He guys. does make the, you know, the the flip side of it is occasionally he'll rush for a sixty yard touchdown, right? Because he's the most athletic guy on the field at any given time. You're right. So, and that that won't last forever. And he's you know he's put himself at risk. And we can have a discussion about running quarterbacks versus pure pocket passers and all that. But he's he's a huge talent um, who has every bit the right attitude. Um, he has been he's been a great citizen, right? Like I, I don't know, every, everything about him has been he's super easy to root for. As a Bears fan, I'm still really excited about him. I don't think it was much of a topic of discussion. I mean, if you have a scout who's just banging the table for Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, I would get that too. They're good. But I can't imagine just walking back the the years that you've now spent with Justin Fields. The, prog- the, the progressive years, okay? Mm-hmm. Remember, that's why I brought up Zach Wilson. There's been no progression there. there this has right. been progressive. You are getting better and better. So, like, what do you want? Get- I expect him to become better next year. Now, if we get to the point that he can't fix his accuracy, then fine. But giving up on that kid now. Now, I will say this. This is one thing that you Chicagoans need to straighten that young man out. Okay? All right? This dome shit has got to end. All right? (laughs) Like, Like, yo, dude. This is why when you're in Buffalo, you want to play in the elements. This is why when you're in Miami, we want the heat and humidity in September and October. We want to see those guys sucking wind going, oh, my God, this humidity is going and sucking the life out of me. That's what you want, dude. I mean, it's like the dumbest thing the Vikings ever did was go to a dome. That's stupid. Why is it called the frozen tundra? Because you don't want to go to Green Bay and november and december and january because it's gonna be cold as hell there like that's the one thing that i would tell justin feels like i pull him aside yo kid this is to our advantage wear something warmer let's go suck it up <laughs> it's yeah this is one of those things that becomes like a, a a local government discussion too right because there's a there's a non-trivial number of people that want you to have you know the type of facility where we can have a Super Bowl and we can have a Final Four and we can have all the stuff, but there is just something wonderful about having an outdoor stadium in the Midwest and you get occasionally terrible conditions, but like you live in it and they don't and uh, it, right. it should be an advantage. You, in fact, it should like just somebody who's as, as gifted athletically and as fast and as quick cutting as Justin Fields is, 
um, it should be a huge advantage. Like once or twice a year when you get in a snow game or you get in one of those monsoons that we will occasionally have by the Great, Great Lakes, point. right? Um, Great point. By the, by, the way, by the way, Chicago and Buffalo should build the dome. They should, but a retractable one. Because what yeah. you do, because the stupidity of this is you do have to build the dome if you're in those places because this is what I'm going to tell you. So you have a snowstorm going on, right? But you're still going to play the game. Okay, so you have it closed until like 15, 20 minutes, half hour before the game. You open it up, let the elements in. That way your stadium is not snowed in by 15 feet of snow and you've got to shovel right. it all out. This way you protect it and this way you can have other events. You can do other things and hold other events because you do have the roof. But if you're Buffalo or you're Chicago, you unveil the roof, you know, you take that thing out, you open it up half hour prior to games, no matter what the elements are. And that's it. What a what a moment for fans in the stadium too, right? And we never we've never seen anything like that. Right? right. Like imagine it's it's five minutes before kickoff and you're comfortable in the dome and the opposing team is comfortable in the dome. And then all of a sudden that roof starts to come back. Oh my God, that'd be so exciting. Exactly. And then the elements come in and then then and then the the Bears and the and the Bills are like, okay, this is what we practice in. All right, we're good. Yeah. And then the Dolphins and you know, the Falcons and the Texans and, you know, the, the the Cardinals. And we're all freezing our asses off going, God damn, this place sucks. You know, because that's kind of the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> you know, it's just, just, you know, come on, kid, play to your elements, man. All right, let's uh, let's get to the Lamar Jackson talk. Would you give him a fully guaranteed deal? Um, along a different timeline than the one that he's looking at, I, I think I might, but I, you know, I, I don't think it's reasonable for any team to give him everything he's asking for. This is one of those tricky conversations because like I, the reported offers that Baltimore has made, I don't, I don't find them shocking. I find them really reasonable and, and fairly generous. Yeah, right? but he, he um, wants fully guaranteed and more money than Watson. Which I, which I also like. I, I, I understand again, I the generality what he's doing of it. And I, yes. and I, we, we talked about this before. Like I, I get that somebody along the way is going to have to sort of, sort of lead the charge for NFL players to get more guaranteed money. It's wild that we're in this situation where the sport where they at the where they are at the greatest risk. And we, you know, talked about it with Jones and what he said. Like, yeah, you really are at the greatest physical risk, and um, you have the, you know, you have the least. A, a percentage of guaranteed dollars it's it's troubling i would i would want all of it if i were lamar but i can't believe um that that they can't find a compromise position here because i i think that what baltimore has apparently offered seems pretty in line with every contract except for watson's um i would like to think that you know we'll, we'll see where the numbers come in for for jalen hurts who you know by the way has now taken a team further than than Lamar Jackson has Lamar can and, and, and he's his. become a better passer than Lamar let's be honest please yeah. oh yeah with much better weapons. God, I mean yes. I, I, we'd we'd like to see Lamar Jackson with at AJ Brown with the uh, uh, receivers of the quality of Philadelphia's but but Jalen Hurts has has already been the the best player in a Super Bowl arguably right so like yeah. maybe that maybe those contracts shouldn't be uh, uh you know exactly the same 
because uh, Jalen has accomplished something. I, I've seen no, I've seen him get better at that area in passing than the other guy does. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I just yeah, I've seen the other guy overthrow receivers all the time. It has nothing to do with their names. They're wide but open the, and they're they're. If and the number ultimately comes in for Jalen Hurts and it's not, you know, and, and and there's a lot of non-guaranteed money in that deal. If there's I you know something like 130 million guaranteed and an equal amount that is not guaranteed, I don't know. That seems. Doesn't seem outrageous to me, um, but it's just—it's just the the problem is the is the Watson contract. But you can't you can't let one overly generous. The other the other complication, of course, in the Watson contract is he probably didn't want to be there, and uh, right. in order to facilitate, he didn't it, they want had to give him all that guaranteed money. Right. You know, if right. if Lamar truly wants to be in Baltimore, I can't believe that they're not going to find a compromise position. But but no, to answer your original question, my. I mean, my offer would not be the Deshaun Watson contract. It would never reach that level either, I don't think. Yeah, most of us that don't live in Cleveland, you're going to have to pay us a lot to live there. Sorry, Cleveland. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, Dolphins, they need a linebacker badly, my brother. I mean, badly. And they this happens to be an offseason where there's going to be a boatload of middle linebackers available in free agency. Now, there's one that's a little hypothetical. I'm not big on hypotheticals. I don't like doing that, but I'm going to throw his name into this group. All right, so Jermaine Pratt from the Bengals, Bobby Wagner is available, Levante David's available, David Long Jr. is dealt with some injuries, but he's also available, and Tremaine Edmonds, who still could be tagged and, you know, but... Apparently, the Bills now with these new contracts kicking in, and especially Allen's, they're going to be limited on to who they can actually keep. So there's some word that Edmonds is going to hit free agency. So your thoughts on if you're the Dolphins, who's the middle linebacker you're going for that you think a guy like Vic Fangio would like? And, and you, you, you saw him coach in Chicago, so you know what he likes. Yeah, one of the... Um First of all, you need uh, goes without saying at the linebacker position generally, but but particularly when you think about uh, what Fangio is really like. One of the it's not it's not super splashy, but one of the, like one of the traits that I think of when you think of a big Fangio defense is you're just not giving up huge plays, right? Like if you're gonna if you're gonna beat us, if you're gonna put up a number against this defense, you're gonna have to do it like think and dunk, think and dunk yeah. all the way down. Yeah, he's he's just not going to give you you know seventy yards to the house. That just doesn't happen a lot. Reliable tacklers, couple of couple of really reliable tacklers, um, sort of playing inside linebacker positions. And and so when I think of that, I don't know. Like maybe Edmonds is not the first name that comes to mind. I feel like he's been a little bit of a roller coaster. Um, but he's obviously he's he's younger than some of the other names on this list. If I'm I'm the Dolphins and I just think I can win right now, and I I do. Right. Like, I, I, yeah, I need to add a running back. I need to do some things. But I feel like I've probably got my quarterback. I've certainly got my receivers. I've got a lot of key pieces in place. Um, I mean, either David or Bobby Wagner makes a lot of sense. I'm with you. When 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 Wagner and the Rams parted ways, you, you, you realistically, it sounded like maybe Wagner already had a destination in mind. Um, Miami would would seem to would seem to fit like all the all the boxes you could imagine Perfect. Bobby Wagner writing down. I think Miami checks him. So it's not going to surprise me if he's the guy. And, he's um, not, he, he, and it's not a cap killer deal. He's not going right. to ask for like Edmonds. You're going to have to pay him a lot of money. And like you said, he may not be the perfect fit. He's not like you. I know what you're doing. You're thinking Roquan and you're going, OK, yeah. who yeah. fill who's more like Roquan in that defense? 
And Bobby Wagner is Bobby Wagner is Roquan before Roquan. Right? That's what in in other words, Bobby Wagner is Roquan. I mean, I'm sorry, Roquan is Bobby Wagner. So go get the guy that you could probably get for at least two years, because he's probably got two really good years left, not a cap killer, and then you can turn it over and maybe you can even draft a young guy over the next year or two to kind of groom. And I listen, I think Levante David certainly fits that um I agree some of that description as well. Plus one of the one of the big problems that you've got in the AFC over the next couple of years is at some point I have to get past the Chiefs. And I have seen Levante David not perfectly, but imperfectly cover Travis Kelsey and do a credible job doing it on the biggest stage in sports, right? And and that that would matter to me. Like he like that team is a problem. I think Miami's good enough that you need to think about the top of the AFC and how do I get past the Bengals and how do I get past the Chiefs and how do I get past the Bills, right? Like that's what I'm thinking about if I'm as good as the Dolphins are. I will also say that um, I think that Kazir White is is a free agent as well. And I he might be a bit of a consolation prize as a linebacker, but I, I don't I don't think he's necessarily back with Philadelphia. And that guy's a tackler. Like that, that guy's that guy's I don't know, playing a couple of IDP leagues. So I can tell you that White has has totaled over 250 tackles over the last two years. Like he's he's bankable. I don't think he's Bobby Wagner. I'm not saying that, but if you you know if Bobby Wagner turns out not to be available to you, I think he's a really interesting name. I think he's a pretty steady force week in and week out. What do you got working on uh, on uh, Yahoo so folks can check you out, my friend? So much fantasy baseball content going on right now. Um, we're releasing all kinds of sleepers and position previews and mock drafts and all that all that usual baseball silliness. Also, uh, the Fantasy Football Forecast podcast is going to continue uh, all year round. I don't know when it's going to end. Maybe it'll never end, um, but it's certainly going to go uh, fast and furious to draft. Football never ends, dude. I'm in the combine never this ends. week, and then you know, free agency is about to start, and then we'll be getting ready for the draft and then are you gonna run a 40 are we gonna get the official um measurables i was thinking i was thinking of doing it but then andy then everybody is gonna be heartbroken when i do a 4-1 and then no (laughs) one else and then you know and then teams are gonna be asking me hey you know can you get in shape and you can might do a 3-9 you know that kind of stuff so i don't want to put other people to shame by going over there and just you know, it's it's just not fair. They've been working all their lives. Me, you know, I've been eating cheeseburgers, and I'm gonna go, uh, you know, <laughs> overshadow them. That's just not that's just not right. That's just not right. I I, I like just need the ver- I need the vertical. I need to know the vertical. Oh yeah, I can sky, I can sky <laughs> with the best of them. <laughs> Instead of a rabbit in front of you, they're gonna have a cheeseburger, and you chase exactly, a cheeseburger down the yeah. That's that's how that's how I run my race. Hell yeah. Follow him on Twitter. Cheeseburger up top of the like 48 inch mark on the vertical leap thing. And yeah, that's it. Follow him on Twitter at Andy Barons and catch his work there at sport at at, uh, sports. I keep saying at Yahoo (laughs) sports with our sports grill, Miami Dolphins and NFL report. Andy, as always, thank you, my friend. We'll catch up next week. Thanks, Big O. Appreciate it. it. Have fun. You got it. Definitely. Always. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. There you go. Andy Barons and it's Sports Grill. You know, it's Monday. So today, Monday at Sports Grill, they got all kinds of things going on. The Kendall location. Oh, baby, they got the milkshakes going on right now. The rock and roll music playing all night long. And today, the $7 single smash burger on Mondays. Tuesday, $2 tacos, chicken, beef, and fish. And on Wednesdays, 
Listen, you buy an, a, a, an adult buys an entree, your kid eats for free. You're going to love that. Plus, they've got their hot sauces available to take home. The buffalo sauce, the Miami heat, the blackberry, the barbecue, the dale. They got them out there, and the Doral location is open. Sports Grill, baby. Check it out. Eight great locations. Sportsgrill.com.